1: passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why love and relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy it
0: is Michael White and here's my co-host and, and we're here bringing you guys another banger um, You know, this one's going to be very interesting Because I think a lot of people deal with this And it's not fun for the mm-hmm. present person and I we totally wanna, agree Yeah, it's not fun for them So <laughs> no, we want to no. discuss that But I want to just make a few announcements first mm-hmm. We're going to play our promo video We'll get started And then uh, we'll have some fun So guys, we're here. We're going to talk about this topic. I want to make a few announcements. Um, Obviously, as you guys know, you guys can follow us on any of the social media platforms below. Um, We're also actually getting ready to start our community on locals as well. So when you go over and you sign up to locals, you'll be able to support us there for more privatized content over there. Um, Because obviously within the YouTube guidelines, you can only say and do certain things. On local, we could talk a little more riskier. We can have a little more fun. Not that we don't have fun here, but we can have a little more um, in depth, depthness conversation without getting flagged or anything of the sorts. Um, So we're going to be also over there as well. Um, And that's just pretty much going to be like videos, no live streaming over there, but just like, let's say someone asks us a question on locals, we'll answer it on a video stuff like that and then we're also gonna have law content which you can pay for over on locals as well um with that also being said guys I also want you guys to understand that when we give this information or we have these topics it's not for people to like us and I'm gonna probably gonna be the bad guy today because again like <laughs> <Yeah>. we, <laughs> no it's just because at the end of the day like we don't care about your feelings it's not that we don't care but more as in the sense of We want to help you get the results that you're looking for, because you have to understand that your feelings got you here. Your feelings got you to a place where you're not being respected in your relationship. Your feelings got you to a place where you're dating the wrong people. You know, your feelings got it where you were in relationships where they weren't um, equally balanced. Your feelings got you there. So then you have to be able to re-strategize and say, hey, I need to go about things a little different. I'm not telling you to be a robot but what I am telling you is to adjust and start and stop making more feeling-based decisions.
1: No, I agree with that. And, um, I, if you don't mind, Michael, I just wanted to start off with a comment that we've got come that's come through, um, regarding, uh, you happy for me to start with a comment?
0: Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. yeah?
1: Go ahead. So, um, so obviously the uh, subject at hand here is, are you bringing your past into your present relationship? And, uh, Diane has said, not as much as I can avoid it. I find that healing is most important before we get into another relationship. I also find that only women can really help to heal the soul of another woman. What's your take on that,
0: Michael? Heal the soul of another woman. Interesting. As I look at it though, healing, when it comes to healing, a lot of it's going to require to you yourself work and what you acknowledge about yourself when it comes to healing it's actually the reason why people don't like it it's because it requires you to take accountability for Mm -hmm. the poor choices that you've made so in healing it really comes down to forgiveness and allowing yourself to say okay look i went left in this relationship and what i mean by that is you didn't act in accordance but you're always trying to do better. I so agree when, with that. When it comes to the healing process, I don't think gender really matters. You're either you could get healing from a man, you can get healing from a woman, because again, we we cover um, an amazing speaker who's helped a lot of women heal, Stephane Lebrussier. He's helped a lot of women heal, and he's a mm. man. Mm.
1: But I think it really does come down to the individual. It's up to like, it you can help. You can help the process by giving people tools and techniques and words to help them along the process. But it comes down to you personally actually healing yourself because anyone can say anything.
0: Well, it's like, even me, I did a cartwheel yesterday. Not actually, because I'm a little old. So I, <laughs> I'm just saying, I didn't actually do one, but... Um, I was having a conversation, a candid conversation with a, a girlfriend of mine, and she actually acknowledged that she actually dated toxic dudes. And that was, to me, very brave of her to admit that. For her mm. to say, yeah, you know what? I've chosen poorly. I want to do better. Yeah. And I, and I gave her... Congr- I'm like, most people will never admit their faults. Hey, I made a mistake here. I've been acting this way or... I've been dating this way. Let me do better.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, it is one of the biggest um, problems out there when it comes to relationships, how many people do not heal and start a new relationship. So they do bring all this baggage alongside them and dump it into the present relationship and then expect that person to take it on board. And I think that's why so many relationships do not last. They do not go to their, and if they do last, some of them, are, you know, they, I think it's only surface
0: it, based. It can't sorry, ever It's only surface go deep.
1: based. It doesn't ever go deep. And that's what I was going to say. We've said it many times on the podcast throughout different subjects, but it all comes back down to the same thing it's healing before you get into the next relationship. And yes you can be in this relationship and think that you've healed and if you thought that you'd healed and then something comes up like you rightfully said michael it's about accepting that and accepting account, having accountability for yourself to say well actually i cuz i've had that where i thought that something i'd healed a certain part of what's happened and it's come up in me and i was and it's triggered something and i recognized it and i was like oh like I thought that I'd really dealt with that, but the difference is, I will say, actually, I know that that's happening, and I can recognize that, and I do take accountability, and I want to know how can I move forward from that. Where, and I'm not saying I'm perfect or anything like that. I'm just saying I've learned to do that, but a lot of people don't do that, Michael, and and they are bringing their past into their present relationship. So what's the answer? Don't well, get until you've
0: healed man well that's the thing before we go forward and get in the topic guys please like share subscribe the button is there; it's free or put a one in the chat guys if you love us put comment in the chat i love what you guys do i hate you whatever you want to (laughs) put put it in the chat um i'm gonna say this i've dated some people that have had some things happen to them terrible things And they've never really addressed those things. So what they end up doing is dating somebody, looking for love in the wrong places, or just Mm -hmm. looking for love in general, understanding that they're still broken in some areas. I'm not saying overall you're broken, but I'm saying in certain areas you're broken. Mm -hmm. Like let's say maybe you don't trust as much. Maybe you can't let go of things as much. There's certain areas that you have a hard time adjusting to. So what a lot of people don't understand is when you bring that into a relationship, you're asking the other person to carry that burden and it's not fair to them because they weren't the one that hurts you. Yep. They weren't the one that lied to you. They weren't the one that did you wrong. And then what happens is, is you're like, Oh, you're just like my ex John. Uh, Okay like you see what i'm saying so it's really about addressing and 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 it could be a multitude of things we could sit here on the podcast and talk about it for hours you could have abandonment issues you could have um um like like you get overly attached to people like like cooperation type stuff um codependency was the word i was looking for you could have a lot of these issues never address them and then keep dating, relationship fails, dating, relationship fails, and you think it's normal.
1: And you know what? It's interesting you just brought that out because I had a, I had an experience where I got talking to someone and it wasn't a relationship, just got talking to someone. And the amount of times the person called me and texted me was such an off-put to even want to get to know them in any way, shape or form. Um, and to me, that's a that's a problem because, you know, you don't just because you've met someone and you like someone doesn't mean it gives you the right to. What's the word to, to jump all over their their freedom as such, it's like to have well, a message after message up throughout your day, morning, noon, evening, night, and then phone call, phone call, phone call. It's like, whoa, it's, it's suffocating
0: is the word. Well, let's, co- well, let's correct that quickly going forward. It's, it seems to be okay when a girl does it to a guy, but not okay when a guy does it to a girl, first of all. I don't think
1: it's okay either which way around. I don't care and, you're female
0: or male. And you didn't like the guy that much because if it was a guy that you liked, you would have wanted to hear from him.
1: You yeah, see, but, not that, big,
0: not, that no, often, but like, not that often. Not that often, but you still wanted to hear from him, period, because that's the thing. If it's with a guy you like, guys that you like get different rules compared to guys that you don't like.
1: Yeah, but I think again, I think you've got to give people. I think that's somebody that hasn't healed. I don't care if you're. Oh, okay, or yeah, right yeah, now. fair
0: enough. Yeah, it's an
1: unhealed person. Someone turning up and and making that many phone calls and that many texts to me, you've got some issues going on. And you've got a
0: meanness, but the thing <laughs> is, did you establish that there was some interest?
1: No, I know. I, I just I I didn't. It didn't even get to that. It didn't like. It didn't get to that because to me, I can like. I've got life to live. I can't mm. be. What
0: this, I'm saying, I just, yeah. What I'm trying to understand is why did you take this guy's number? What was the intent?
1: Oh, it was to do with
0: business. Okay, you see, but that's what you should have said right from the jump. That on your end would have been your mistake of not clarifying. Hey, this is just business. Because from the sounds of it, he took it as a romantic gesture. But if you would have cleared that up in the beginning and said, hey, look, this is just business only, you probably would have never called so much. Because the thing is, he probably took it as a romantic gesture because he wanted your time and attention.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: But if it was just I, I business, if it was just business, he would have never called you that much. He'd be like, This is business. We're doing XYZ together.
1: Well, he was, he was aware that it was business. I had said, and he'd also, also said, we are business partners. He had actually said that, which was which to me, I didn't need to then clarify again on top of that. You have
0: to, because but, you're a woman. You have yeah.
1: to. Okay, thank you. No, that's you uh, you know, what I mean. Like, this is all a learning curve at the end because, of the day, so that's really interesting to hear that.
0: Again, and I know we're getting off topic, guys, so bear with us, but you also have to understand, and again, I hate to say this, some men are sneaky links. They'll tell you it's business and it's not really business. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why I'm saying that you should have established, he's saying it, but you should have said, I really do want to move forward with you in this project or whatever it is we're doing, but I need to make it abundantly clear to you that this will never be anything romantic. I don't like you in that way. If you can strictly keep it professional, then I can do business with you. If you can't, I can't do business with you. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Verbalization is very important. Yeah. So again, on this show, we're actually going to talk about bringing your past because I've had experiences where I've dated people. And this is where we're going to get into the fun stuff is I've dated some girls and they've had like trauma, right? Maybe over emotional, don't know how to deal with their emotions, don't know how to process their emotions, and I get into a relationship with them, right? And I don't know how to handle all this because it's new to me. Well, at the time it was new to me and I didn't know how to deal with it because I'm sitting there like, what's, what's going on with this individual? Why are they so like, you know what I mean? Sporadic like this. And, you know, some women, it was because their dad was never in their life. They grew up in a single parent household. And, that's why, as I said on this podcast, we're a huge advocates for going to therapy because you need to go talk to somebody.
1: Yeah. But people don't want to admit that they've got the, they've got these issues in the first place, Michael. And I think this is a problem, right? Yes, it yeah. Because it, unless you could admit that, then, then you aren't even the therapy to them is that's why they will say, no, I don't need therapy because they don't think there is a problem. But if your relationships are breaking down, then yeah. there's a problem. Like, I had to understand, and you've had to understand we've both yeah. had to understand that we've got healing to do because we because we're not in a relationship, so that tells us
0: mm-hmm.
1: from past that we've had issues that we've had to clear up and that's what we're doing and um whether like you're ready for a relationship or I'm ready for a relationship, we will know the time when we're ready now I know that i can I can say like my hand on my heart I'm ready for a relationship but until I get into that relationship I won't know what if anything triggers me if I fully healed or not I feel like I have fully healed I think that I fully healed but until I won't know there,
0: until you're in the relationship
1: until I'm in the relationship I won't fully know but then when it if something does trigger me I will be the first person to put my hands up and I promise that to myself not to anybody else to me, because I want to show up the best in my next relationship. I but want Even in way. that
0: relationship, sorry to cut you off, even in that relationship, even if the person triggers you, you have to be able to express it in a healthy manner right. to say, hey, I'm feeling a little triggered right now. I need like a little bit of space to gather my thoughts. Right.
1: And, and, let's, totally and, let, and let's
0: table the conversation and reconvene and we'll come back. Because usually when you're in that triggered state and you're in in that emotional state, you make reckless decisions and thoughts.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So then you need to take that step back and say, okay, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling a little emotional. I need to step back. I'm feeling triggered because of X, Y, Z. It doesn't mean you're not healed. Like things are always going to bother us, but they'll probably bother you on a lesser scale compared to before. Yes.
1: Yes. Cause I know when I, in my younger days, there's so much stuff would trigger me. Oh my goodness. And mm-hmm. I didn't know how to take that step, that step back. And I didn't know how to communicate. I would just be like a, a time bomb. at times. Yeah, like, but now it's like, what a difference. And I, and I know that difference because I've lived that person. So I can, I, I can actually compare the difference in, in who I am today to who I was.
0: Oh, I think we all have growth that we've had. And then even being in the present day, we also have to understand that when we date people, both guys and girls, you want to show up as the best version of yourself, but you also want to show up with the understanding to make that person's life easier, not be as burdensome. And if you have a past of like pain and trauma, and you still decide to date this person, that's what you're doing. You're making their life harder instead of easier.
1: I agree. And actually, I think I'd said this before where I'd heard another relationship expert. I think his name's Matthew. I don't remember. Yeah, his Matthew. Answer. Yeah, yeah. He's, an, he's a British guy. Um, he had turned he had said, if you've been cheated on in the past and you've got trust issues, then you don't trust the person you trust yourself you trust you don't trust
0: yourself yes
1: right so when you turn up in a relationship you have to trust that things are going your way and if it if anything does come up then you cross that bridge when you get to it but you don't go in the relationship expecting them
0: to be to hurt you to hurt you right yeah because i did hear him talk about that his name is matthew hussey that's it. That's the. And world, even okay. said it's not that you don't trust that people will hurt you. You don't trust yourself to pick the right person.
1: And that's what you have to do. You have to trust yourself to pick the right person. And then if they do do something, then you cross that you cross that bridge when you get to it. But you don't show up expecting or not trusting you in picking. Yeah, because something. then you're already
0: setting the relationship up to fail. Absolutely. When you come in, when you're like, I'm just waiting for them to hurt me yeah I'm waiting for them to flip the table I'm waiting yes. for them to do this
1: subconsciously as well but it's like if you're going for your driving test and you get into the car and you start saying to yourself well I know I'm going to fail this uh nice. like this is this is a big failure I can I know I'm going to have to rebook my test because it happened to me last time and it happened to me the time before, so you're on your fifth test now and you just expect yourself to fail. then what do you think? You think you're going to pass your driving test? No. But if you turn up and trust yourself and you sit in that driver's seat and go, okay, no, this time I know that I'm turning up at the best version of what I can and I can, I'm going to pass this test, I can do this, then you're going to pass.
0: Yeah. See, I think with a partner, though, when you're dealing with somebody, you need to sit down with them and and really tell them like, hey, look, like I've been cheated on before. It's a big trigger for me. Trust, abandonment, whatever. And have that discussion with them. Because that's the thing. At least if you have the discussion, it brings awareness. Yes. Yes. Instead of just coming into the relationship saying nothing, the person does something. you are like, oh, my God, you did this to me. And the person's like, where did all this come from? And that's what makes it very difficult, right? It's the same thing that, like, let's say you're in a relationship with someone and people are not perfect. They're going to do things you don't like or they hurt you or whatever. But let's say they've hurt you and you guys have had a candid conversation on how you're going to move forward. Let that go. It's not about healing in a relationship. Let it go. Stop arguing about the little things. Let it go. Is the person willing to show up and change their behavior and act different and be different? And I think that's the most important part. We hold on to things because of what we've been hurt because of what's happened to us because we identify that with pain.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And it is, you know, stop sweating the small stuff, as you said, Michael, because look, there's bigger, bigger things happening in the world.
0: So there's bigger fish to fry at the yeah. end of the day. Like,
1: yeah, there's some serious things happening around the
0: world, to be honest with you. Yeah, so. Like, does the person show up for you and love you majority of the time?
1: Yeah. End of story, really. I think that's the
0: story. Why are you gonna yeah. argue about all the little stuff when at the end of the day is do they do their requirements within that relationship?
1: Yeah, and if you don't like them, then leave. Don't be with them. That's it. If you don't,
0: you know what? Leave. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like it, leave. That. That's, that's it. You know. People um, are
1: confused. I think people think that we're trees and we can't, we can't move. It's like no, we are moving beings. You know, we are functional. So if you want to, if you don't like somebody's behavior, words, actions, ways, then don't be there. Don't put them through something and start giving them like the hammer on the head type of thing continuously because you don't like it. You don't like it. Then you know where the door is. Go. We don't need to to be together.
0: I'm going to say this though, because we're not all about just jumping from relationship to relationship. If you don't like something, tell your partner, but it depends on how drastic it is. And we've talked about it in the podcast, like if they're rude to waiters, I wouldn't be with somebody like that. But let's say you're dating somebody and they might use like words or affirmations that you don't like. Don't complain about that. That's small. I agree. I like agree. That is so small on the scale so of, of more important things. Like in a relationship, your partner is going to say things you don't like, but like, don't ever try to change them to be like, well, I never want you to say that again. Now you're trying to control the narrative. Yeah. Now what they said, was it rude? Did they give you context? There's so many things that you have to look at when they say these things. Oh, I don't like how it makes me feel. Okay. But it's like, were they rude about it? Like if me and Anthea are having a conversation and I'm like, Anthea, I think it's time for you to park the brakes and actually listen, or Hey, you need to kind of, I'm not, ne- I would never tell a woman to shut up, but like, you need to be quiet right now.
1: Well, I would, I would, if I was, um, yeah. And if you'd said that to me and I, cause I, because I've become a bit irate in some way, or if mm. i have been quite rude, then I would listen to that. And 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 I think you know I would anyway.
0: Yeah, some people, though, would, oh, don't ever tell me to be quiet. Don't talk to me like that. If you love me, you wouldn't say that. No, but in this moment, you are being irate. In this particular moment, you are being irate. I'm asking you to be quiet. So I think there's, like, a level of also understanding the respect foundation
1: yeah there is it's a lot isn't it and i think again it's just it's just bringing your past to your present and not what you know if you've you haven't brought your past to your present i think you show up completely different differently you you said you do and you do communicate things and i think you was very right and said if you like someone then you're willing to take that time if you don't like someone like your tolerance level is just not there you don't feel like you need to give the time or explanation or anything so i think you've really got a way up in yourself where you're at in you um not about the other person it comes down to you again and if you feel that Um, you know, you've been way too hurt or you're used to things being a certain way and you want it to be that way, then you need to find someone who matches to that. And again, we're not not promoting jump from relationship to relationship. However, you know the difference. Come on, we're adults here. Like, you know, you live life, you know the difference at the end of the day. So I think it's just about taking that time and understanding you again and seeing what is it you want. And if that person doesn't match what you want, then stop wasting their time or stop wasting your own time.
0: Well, I'm actually going to say something interesting. And again, hopefully, who's ever here, takes something away from it. If somebody loves you, they're willing to learn you. And it's just like what Anthea said. Your tolerance level will be based off of how much you like them. If you yes. don't like them that much, you're going to be like, okay, I'm done, I'm out. Yes. Yes, yes, like yes. When you love somebody, you're willing to learn them. And what I mean is understand how they operate, how they move, what they need out of a relationship, what their wants and desires are. You take time to learn them. You do. And you really do. So I think that's the most important thing is that if you do love somebody, are you willing to learn them? Not tolerate them. We all have a tolerance level. Yes. But you should never be in a relationship to tolerate someone.
1: No, no, heard. no, no, definitely not. Never do that for tolerate, but, but there is certain things that, you know, you, when you listen, when you're with somebody and you have that true compassion and love and respect for them, I think things can be said and I'm not talking like really hurtful, horrible, mm. horrible things. I'm just saying in general, you might have a conversation and something, someone says something a little bit out of line. But you might look at them like, did you just say that? Or, you know, and they go, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't even mean to say it that way. Or, and you recognize it and accept and again, back down to have that accountability for yourself. Because I think and then that, that's a tolerance where you'll be like, well, that to me is nothing. But it's someone you don't really like, and you really don't want to be you're kind of like, mm, not really sure about this person, and they say something like that. Your reaction could be completely different. I think you've always got to look at yourself every single time, how do you react to the person, what's your tolerance level behind things? How much do you really want to make things work with this person? But if I think I think when it comes down to true romance and true, love and true compassion and respect you don't have to make anything happen it will just be a very ease and flow i think we've said this before yeah. it becomes very easy and um, again not saying it's going to be um, all sunshine and roses however more often than not you just life is just uh, a river And you're just bopping along and it's really nice and and things are happening nicely. Um, And that's what I think a true relationship comes
0: down to. Well, can I tell you guys a secret here, a big secret, which is going to help you in your dating relationship and who you deal with on a day-to-day basis? And this is going to help you greatly. If you're dating someone or friends with someone and or because, again, past relationships could even mean friendships, too, because some mm. people bring baggage from old friendships. If you are dating someone or have friends with someone and they do not have the ability to say sorry, followed up with changed behavior, run. I agree with that. Anybody can say sorry. Sorry. but is there changed behavior following up with that
1: Mm. because people throw that word sorry around like it's nothing right
0: with no changed action there's no weight to it yeah so it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna acknowledge your shortcomings and say sorry or whatever is there a change in behavior behind it
1: yeah that's what matters the most that's what I was going to say. I, I love that you said that because it is one of the biggest things is to change behavior because words are just words. Mm-hmm. It's your behavior that makes all the difference. It's your actions.
0: Well, words have power. Words establish dialogue, but action solidifies security. Yeah, absolutely. So what I mean by that is let's say, and again, whatever, we'll say it. on this podcast, if I'm dating you and I tell you that I love you, that sets the dialogue. Yes. But the follow-up, which gives you the security of you believing in that love is the action that follows up after that. Yeah.
1: yeah Cause you could say to me, Oh, I love you. And I go, Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Uh, and then, then that's it. And but then, there's
0: no follow-up. There's no follow-up. So what an does it action mean? Yeah. To support what was told. Yeah. So that's why I was saying that don't deal with people that have no empathy to say sorry, but don't want to change their behavior.
1: Yeah. But actually I think that goes the same with the I love you because people say, throw that that around a lot. Yeah, but I love you. But then the action after that doesn't show that in any way, shape, or form like you just said. It's the same, right? I'm sorry and I love you too massive Two sentences that get thrown around all over the place, but with no substantial, grounded, concrete evidence of what has just been said,
0: right? Well, we would have to separate the two because the thing is does the person actually love you for who you are? Or the life or of your life? Do they actually just only love you for what you can do for them?
1: And you know what? I love that you just said that. This has been my; these are experiences that I've had in the past, where I've been with somebody, and I literally got to a point and realized. My realization was: the hang on a sec. You don't love me; you love what I provide for you. Yeah. I provide all. I provide a car, a roof over your head, a bed to sleep on, food, clothes. uh, Well, not clothes like that, but washing. uh, All these things. It's not me that you love. You love what I can do for you and what I do do for you. And once I realized that, I was like, okay, now we can, now we have a conversation. And if they, they've been like, no, that's not true. But then their actions haven't followed up to show me anything different. And that's why relationships end.
0: <laughs> well, if we're also being honest when we talk about it in that narrative, that is going to play a part in somebody loving you a good friend of mine told me the highest form of love is provisioning being able to provide right so if you love somebody you want to be able to provide for them the highest regard it's like as we just spoke about two minutes ago let's say we're dating and we plan to get married and i'm like i love you so much but that wedding date never comes Mm -hmm. i never gave you a ring i never Mm -hmm. proposed did I really love you? There, there, think about it. That love comes with some form of provisioning. Mm. Me paying for a ring, me getting down on my knee, us planning a wedding, us paying for suits and tuxedos and guests and open balls bo- all that other stuff. But there's an action to follow up behind that to some level of provisioning. Yeah.
1: And I think that goes with everything, doesn't it? It's so, um, anything that you're going to do in, in, in this world, if you're going to say it, and you don't take the action behind it Then it's just words it That's, doesn't what, that's hold exactly anything.
0: what my friend told me He said love Because the thing is, let's say you love <laughs> somebody But you're a bad provider yeah. Do you really love them that much?
1: Yeah, because you don't want to pro- If you're not providing for them in any way, shape or form Then, you know, what are you showing? And it's not about bedroom fun just bedroom like, no, it's not just about going out to dinner, it's not just about this or just about that it's about an overall thing isn't it it's a balanced yeah, like relationship straight up
0: providing with your time attention energy yes. um making the person feel safe secure like i'm saying do you actually provide and that's the thing when my friend told me that i didn't get it until later on when he said the highest form of love is provisioning So if someone shows a lack of provisioning or doesn't try to improve their level of provisioning, how much do you really love that person? You probably don't Mm. love them that much. Mm. Because if you love somebody, you would want the best for them. And you wanna be able to provide the best. Yes, 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 yes.
1: And it's so true, isn't it? And I think, again, I'm gonna relate this back to when you have children, your love is unconditional and you want to provide for them. And that it's you know obviously it's not the same type of love in a romantic. Oh, no, it's not for for men. No.
0: We're under the under the thing that you provide something, some yeah. sense of value. But yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, it's just you know you you're going to come to if you don't really if you didn't even like if you didn't really love somebody then you're not going to go and, you're not going to go and. Do anything. You're not going to put yourself out there. You're not going to try and do things to make things work. You're not going to give your time and energy in the way that you would when you when you do really have that deep love for someone. And I agree.
0: yes. So uh, the the point of it is, guys, is and this is the two way street. Is are you bringing your past into your present relationships, or is the other person bringing their past into their relationships? Now the past gives context. Now it's more as a sense of, are you bringing in your old baggage? Mm. And that's what I really wanted because some people are bringing their old baggage from their previous relationships into their current one, and literally just dropping them off at your doorstep and saying, "Well, you got you got to deal with this." It's mm. not. It's not on. It's not on. You have to deal with the fact that I was abandoned. You have to deal with the fact that I have trust issues. You have to deal with the fact that I have codependency. You have to deal with the fact that I have depression. You have to deal with the fact that, you know, that I'm controlling or whatever. And they just drop this off at your doorstep and expect you to love them regardless. And it's Mm. like, no, because a lot of people have that attitude of take me as I am Mm. baggage and all. And it's like, no, No. not, not doing that no this isn't take me as i am like Mm. i'm still gonna love you but those and we'll call them negative qualities because that's what they are you leave those at the corner Mm. that's how i look at it a relationship is a house you guys walk in it together but you leave the garbage on the corner
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if you haven't, and if you do have any issues that are outstanding from the past, then be honest about it and sit with that person and discuss it and say, Look, Yeah, sit on the
0: doorstep of the house before you yes, enter the house of the relationship. Sit yes, on the doorstep. The person shows up with their baggage. Oh, hey, okay, I see you got like this and this. We'll sit down, we'll discuss it on the doorstep. Yes, and then you can leave the garbage on the doorstep because if you brilliant baggage- through the door like to the relationship which is the house how are you going to fit that through the door you're not going to be able to enter you're not going to be able to surrender you're not going to be able to show up as the best version of yourself because you have like 10 bags in your hand of things that you would attach yourself to codependency cheat it like you've been cheated on whatever and you're trying to get through the door like "Eh, (laughs) "Eh," and you're not (laughs) kidding (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's you you're trying to fit through the door and you're not fitting through the door
1: yeah so true it's so you're true. not
0: fitting through the door because you can't let go
1: yeah so true so
0: it's like let's say the relationship is the house your partner is on the inside standing inside saying hey come in come they're like uh, 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 trying to get into the into the relationship and they can't because they're still holding on to baggage. And I think absolutely. literally it's very simple. You have two choices. You let go and enter the house of the relationship or you keep trying to squeeze through the door. Those are your options. Yeah. You don't and they have really to, are. to like really
1: it, right, isn't it? It's very one way yeah. or the other.
0: Yeah, you don't have to like it, but that's no. what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, before we go, I wanted to say something. It's like I heard a very interesting quote from a guy and people didn't like it, and they were like, "Oh, he's mean, he's rude." But no, he just knows what he wants. So his thing was this: because the person, the interviewer, asked him a question, "Well, how do you deal with um, certain females that act certain ways?" And he's like, "I don't. It's either comply or goodbye." I love that. Literally, those are your options. You're, and, if you're gonna, and that's
1: how it should be. My if God. you're going to
0: be in my life, this is what I. This is how I am. These are my yeah. rules. These are my boundaries. Comply or goodbye.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: And the person's like, "Wow, like that's pretty solid." And he's like, "Yeah, I get attacked on it a lot." You know, mm. females are like, oh, "I don't like that." Okay, then I'm not your type of guy, then.
1: Yeah, that's the goodbye, isn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the goodbye. <laughs> Comply or goodbye. Yeah.
1: And it's up to it's each, it's up to each person how they want to be and how they want to show up. And obviously, as long as you're showing up with love and compassion and respect, that's the main thing. I don't think you know. Well, to understand that, it's
0: like if a person wants to be with you, this is how it works. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like you're not going to come into the relationship. It's like going into um, a restaurant, and they already have their menu, their chefs, and everything. And you're like, well, I'm going to come here and change the menu or I'm going to change this. No, it's, it's either like you comply and you like what's on the menu or you leave the restaurant go eat somewhere else. Absolutely. Those, Absolutely. those are your options. You don't yeah. have, like, I'm going to come here and change all this and bark and yell and you don't like it, leave. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And um, on that note, Michael, I think we're going to have to finish it here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just yeah, so uh, we'll wrap it up, guys. Yeah. But
0: Anyways, we'll see you guys Friday at the same time.
1: I hope uh, you all enjoyed. Yeah. I hope it, and, it's been uh, to us. It's been to me. It's been a brilliant one. Uh, this is really something quite big. And uh, yeah, like you said, we've got other platforms that we'll be uh, expanding on. You as guys well. will
0: see them real soon. Yeah. So we will see you real soon. And look, guys, before we go, I want to try to bring a more edgier, more fun show because I know we're always having all these serious conversations. Um, I want to try to bring it more fun, more humorous, where everyone's having fun, but at the same time, the message gets across at the same time. So with that being said, guys, we will see you guys soon.